Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Bore on the floor, bore on the floor. One of the craziest episodes of TV I have ever seen. Season 2, episode 3 of Succession, Hunting, the AfterBuzz After Show starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's going on, AfterBuzzers? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Succession After Show. As I just said, Season 2, Episode 3, Hunting. Oh my gosh, what a crazy, crazy episode. I'm your host, Ryan Nilsson. I am the head of the Popcorn Talk Network here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm on the Succession After Show, and as you can see, I'm alone today. I got no Shaka, no Shaka Smith, Shaka Strong, but we miss him, and Jeremy Dan as well. He is off teaching, but... They picked a heck of an episode to miss because this is one of the craziest episodes of TV I have ever seen. And this show has really thrown a ton of surprises at me. I, as, as you know, I love the show. Again, Ryan Nelson, I, I absolutely adore the show from season one. Season two has been great, but this one just upped the ante. Wow, guys. Again, uh, we are live every Sunday, 7 p.m. P- Pacific Standard Time. So please, you know, watch us live comment in the chat we got the chat roll up right here i'll be looking at the comments but stay tuned later for our news and gossip we're gonna be talking about uh what, what the composer has done for this show and what he's been doing um bringing in the music all the vibes and, and the process he had for doing that as well as our special segments where we have savage quotes of the episode and flex moments the shock is strong flex moments of the episode where you flex your wealth what character did that but for now let's break down this episode holy cow this is crazy so okay just starting out with the hung hungary hog hunting trip they decide yeah we're gonna go uh we're gonna we're gonna buy pierce that's the that's the company we want to go off want to go after logan decides he wants to buy the news company pierce pgn which is apparently one of the biggest news companies in the world in this uh in this show and no one is with him everyone says yeah we're good yeah absolutely let's let's go do it no one is for it everyone has doubts everyone's second guessing him and he doesn't really see it it's going right over his head in a way which is maybe one of his big flaws but he decides to schedule a trip (laughs) to hungary to boost morale just a company retreat a yearly retreat where they're going to boost morale after making one of the biggest decisions to buy this company that he's ever made uh and no one has faith in in pulling that off and there's already some tension between kendall and roman right before they go in the office you know kendall says he's for the move as does roman and obviously roman thinks kendall's you know lying and kendall well we don't really know what kendall thinks because he's in a bit of that zombie uh Friday the 13th hunter phase, but they decide to go to Hungary, do some hunting, and before they go, Shiv tells Tom, hey, because of me inherent inheriting that company, we cannot buy Pierce. That's like a rattlesnake trying to take down a, a bull. 
It's not going to happen. It's too big. You got to tell dad not to do that. And of course, Tom does not want to be the guy. I don't think anyone wants to be the person to tell Logan Roy no, but especially not Tom, considering he's dating, not dating, he's married to his daughter. So that's his assignment. She even says, go for it, soldier. You know, what was wrong, meatbag, which was definitely getting under his skin. That relationship's getting a little shaky. I don't really think they're on the same page. They definitely think they are, but they're not. And especially when it comes to Shiv having Tom do her dirty work, which is talking to her dad. She could call the dad up, but that might ruin the special deal that she may or may not have. So she has Tom do the dirty work. And so Tom has a mission to do that. And Kendall just has a mission to please the dad. And we don't really know what's going on with Roman. He gets a mysterious call once they arrive in Hungary. He's just walking with Roman with their, with their shotguns. They're going to the range to, to hunt the boar. And um, on the way there, he talks to Kendall and Roman, have a discussion where Roman gets a call from someone. They don't, we don't even hear the other side of the line, but you can tell he's a little uneasy. He doesn't know what's going on. He's like, yeah, just pass it through. And Kendall knows something's up. He knows there's something wrong. He knows someone on that phone. Eh, there, there's something up. But uh, anyway, they proceed to hunt. All the while this is happening, we have a really interesting storyline <clears throat> going on where there's an autobi- there's an autobiography being written about Logan Roy. Of course, he's not writing it himself. But uh, this author is. And someone spoke. Someone spilled the beans on something related to Logan, and that goes to the first scene of this episode, which was Greg, 22, 23-year-old Greg, doesn't know right from wrong, doesn't know better, met up with the reporter, and before he established the terms and conditions, before he said off the record, he already spilled that Logan Roy is a scary and intimidating individual, which was on the record, he said it, and he also said a few other things he shouldn't have said, and he is the guy who spoke. Obviously, he can't let them know, but they make an announcement on the plane. Whoever spoke, whoever is the rat that leaked something negative about Logan, Logan might kill them, honestly. So Greg tells Tom, oh, my God, you know, he confides in Tom where he says, no one, trust no one. Why did you tell me that? And we just have a crazy storyline. So let's talk about this hunting trip. I found it to be absolutely hysterical them just sitting or standing on those wooden beams shooting boar being chased out by dogs we have a, we have a gif gif with a g we have a gif up there of them that was nuts they they already can't really hit moving targets but they're out in the open i don't think one of them got shot we didn't see one boar die i think they cut to a dead boar but we never see anyone making the shot so we don't know who's who's the dead eye there but uh, a really funny moment there where they're just, yeah, we're hunting boar for the day. Fun. Um, you know, at, in the meantime, Shiv is all at home alone, and she is sent by Logan to babysit Connor, who's, as we know, is running for president. And he's thinking about posting this video of him at his in his kitchen just talking about America and avoiding his tax returns, which, of course can relate to today but uh this is someone outwardly speaking about how he hasn't paid a lot of his taxes and that would just look bad for the entire family as a whole and uh she she tells him you know hey don't post it it's crazy and he offers her a job what he offers her to be his chief of staff to be the head of his campaign she just got fired or quit another campaign and is all offered a job 
to work for for Logan and maybe inherit the company, but she's just getting offered jobs, getting them taken away willy nilly. Kind of nuts. But we we learn that he actually has legit campaign runners on his campaign. Like he has some serious guys that might uh, bilk him out of his money. So interesting stuff there. You know, Shiv takes out his his girlfriend. Uh, for a drink to try to convince her. And as we know, she wants to be in a play. She wants to make her debut on Broadway. And she tells him, well, listen, if these guys take advantage of, of Connor, how much money do you think he's going to have? I mean, they could take a couple million from him. And there goes your Broadway dream. Who's going to pay for that then? No one. So that, very, very smart of Shiv to do that, to kind of use those tactics, go to Willa and, you know, tell her to pump the brakes she uses that leverage of the broadway money against her and now she's probably going to whisper in in connor's ear not to post it but before they leave the bar we find out that the video has leaked online and he could face potential jail time so we're gonna need to find out next episode if connor who was gonna run for president might face jail time hysterical that's probably the funniest storyline in this whole thing because the rest of the episode is very serious but before we go back to the uh to what's going on in hungary we just want to thank you guys so much for making us the espn of tv talk again i absolutely adore this show thank you afterbus for giving me the platform please hit that like button subscribe comment below we know a few of you in the live chat will please comment after the video is uploaded and if you go on itunes and give us a five-star review i will shout you out on air in fact we have a few five stars five-star reviews from last week that i'm going to shout out a little later but uh stay tuned for that again thank you so much for making the espn of tv talk you guys are the the real heroes thank you uh back to the episode so shiv gets hit on by a guy at the bar which i kind of thought she was over all that um i thought she was now taking her relationship with tom very seriously i know they've had an open relationship in the past but it's definitely one leaning towards her being more open and you know having polygamy than than him he's been pretty loyal for the most part and yeah she she makes out with them she she cheats again we don't know if they go all the way but it was pretty inferred which is kind of lame considering she just ha- she just sent tom to do her dirty work which was hey tell my dad to pull out of this big deal that he's really focused on and doing and pursuing yeah be be the guy the fall guy for that meanwhile i'm gonna cheat on you while while you're gone i know it's not cheating if it's an open relationship but uh just pretty interesting on Shiv's part. I mean, she's she's just taking advantage. She's just kind of out for herself, really. She's a pretty selfish character, but I love Shiv. She's probably the smartest one on the show. Um, so now we're going back to Hungary, and this is where this episode just went off the rails crazy, and I thought I was going to need to pause it and take a breath. Wow. So they just finished hunting. We don't know who got the boar. And they're eating. This is a company meeting. And we've had a few legendary dinner scenes in the show. None compared to this. Absolutely none. I don't even think this might be the best dinner scene in all of entertainment, quite frankly. It was incredible. I felt like I was watching a Shakespeare play, which, by the way, they had a Shakespeare reference today with Hamlet. Uh, I felt like I was watching a Shakespeare play and everyone's wine was poisoned and people were just falling by the wayside. Of course, no one died in this episode, but it felt as crazy as that. So let's break this down. So again, 
the big things going against Logan this episode. He wants to buy Pierce, the company Pierce. No one is for it, but everyone's making him think they're for it. Also, there's a rat on the team. We know it's Greg. The first scene of the episode, Greg was speaking to the reporter, the author, and he said something he shouldn't have. He was an idiot, and he's trying to just lay low because Logan might actually kill him if he finds out that Greg was the one who leaked. So we have that going on. He knows there's a leak somewhere. He wants to buy this company. No one's for it. And he, he just bought, brought back Frank, who was the guy who helped Kendall stage the coup last season or the, the no confidence vote. We haven't seen Frank in a minute, so good to see him back. And he gives him a watch with, with just a crazy quote on the back saying, you know, you're, you're standing with gods and <laughs> like know your place. And he's like, this is nice. That's nice. Hmm. And then the dinner begins. All right. I, I don't even know if the dinner begins. They start having drinks and Logan is all about getting everyone drunk. He, everyone drink, dig in. And Tom is the fall guy. Jerry and Carl, like, you have to be the one. Your family, you have to be the one that tells them that we're not for this. We're having doubts on Pierce. And Tom goes up to him and says, hey, listen, what I'm about to, I'm about to make an announcement, but I don't believe it. <laughs> but trust me, I'm going to, I'm going to do this announcement. Just don't believe what I'm saying. He's like, what? And he's like, some people are having doubts. They're having doubts about Pierce. I'm going to make the announcement. Just don't, I'm for it. Just, I have to say it. And Logan's just like, what is going on? I have no idea what you're talking about. And he starts, you know, everyone dig in, drink, 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 drink. And this is where we get the first hint that Logan's about to lose his, his shit for lack of a better term, where a random character, we, I don't think we've seen this guy the entire show, but a random character in the corner (laughs) is, is drinking logan's doing like a little toast for everyone and he starts to head for the door to use the restroom and he goes uh, he goes hey ray where are you going he's like i'm just using the restroom we'll piss in a bucket because we're, we're all having a moment here and everyone just stands silent like is he is he serious and he's like yeah don't use the restroom like we're having a moment we're, we're, we're vibing here come on we're talking strategy we can't have you going and in one of the most awkward silences I've ever seen on film, they all just stare at Ray. And you know he has to use the bathroom. And he slowly walks over to one of the tables where there's an ice tray and he takes a bucket, dumps the ice, takes the bucket, and he's about to pee in it. And then Logan breaks and goes, Oh, come on, Ray. I'm just yanking your chain. You don't have to piss in that bucket. It was, oh my gosh, that was so awkward. I don't know what I would have done. I was so intimidated. It was it was a hint of what's to come later in this episode because it was him just using his stance, his power, flexing. That was that was a flex moment, honestly. Flexing, just saying like, nah, you have to use the bathroom? Come on, piss in a bucket. You're not leaving on my watch while I'm talking. Wow crazy oh my goodness so they proceed to eat dinner and right off the bat (laughs) you know frank's there for not just for financial advice he's there for another reason and logan clearly brought him there so that he could 
basically execute them on the floor in front of everyone and intimidate the entire company because he just immediately asks, hey, Frank, do a toast. Does a toast. He says to old friends. They take a drink and immediately he's like, Frank, why'd you come? (laughs) It's like you invited him, man. You're asking him why he came here? Okay, Frank, why'd you come? And he goes, ah, oh, you invited me. Yeah, but why'd you come, honestly? Because you, 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 I fired you. You couldn't get another job. You applied to like three or four places. None of them interviewed you. Your wife's out gallivanting. She's probably cheating on you. Just totally rips him apart verbally in front of everyone. Almost like shooting a boar, <laughs> which is what they were hunting. Oh my gosh. It was almost like he was eating him on the table in that scene. Wow. Logan Roy has got to be one of the most demonizing evil characters I've ever seen on TV. Just horrifying. Here's the scene right here, a clip, or a picture, rather. Just wow. And, you know, the fireplaces behind him, they're just giving all types of hellish imagery absolutely insane and that teed up the rest of his game which was we're gonna find out who the mole is we're gonna find out who's this rat which he didn't even know about until they were flying to hungry so he didn't plan this this was clearly off the cuff logan roy but he's so clever he's just using that as the example uh, it's it's really quite amazing so right after that Tom, Carl and Jerry are like, Tom, this is the moment. This is the moment. And he's just like, this is absolutely not the moment. F off. Crazy. So this is where the episode, it just, this is the peak pinnacle. This is where it just got crazy. Bore on the floor. Bore on the floor. This was college hazing madness. Okay? He goes around, he goes around the table, asks who's for the Pierce vote, who's not. Tom says, yeah, I'm for it, uh, but I'm here to voice that the people who aren't, he immediately says, go on that side of the room. No explanation, go on that side of the room. Same thing with Carl, go on that side of the room. Carl's not for it, go on the side of the room. Jerry says, if I'm being honest, not for it. And he's like, I respect honesty. And then next moment, he asks Greg, what are you feeling? He's like, I've had my doubts. And he tells him to go on the other side of the room. He's like, well, wait a minute, you said... uh, I thought you, the game is you're rewarded for being honest. He's like, there's no rules, Greg. It, this was hysterically terrifying. That's how I can. Vo- that's how I would verbalize this episode. Hysterically terrifying, because it was his- really funny watching everyone at a loss for words, having no idea how to how to react or behave in this moment. But absolutely terrifying if you're there, because. You're getting ripped apart every seam. So now there's three people on one side of the room, and he knows one of them is the rat. One of them leaked the story for the autobiography, and one of them's also leaking the details about Pierce, about them trying to acquire Pierce, which might ruin their entire plan, honestly. So he does this game called Bore on the Floor where he takes two sausages throws them at the three guys and whoever doesn't get a sausage whoever doesn't eat the whole sausage automatically is the one who leaked it which is insanity there's no way you can judge like that especially when one you have a guy who's in his 20s another guy who's in his late 30s and then another guy who's well into his like 50s or 60s 
there's just an unequal advantage. This was insanity. This was the the craziest thing Logan Roy has ever done. And that is saying something for the show. He has slapped a child in past episodes. He has overpoured coffee. He has gone into work two days after a stroke. This guy has done some messed up crap. And this was the craziest thing he's ever done in front of the whole company. And he got everyone else while he threw the sausages at them to chant bore on the floor like it was a college frat hazing. I was standing I was standing up watching this entire sequence because I could not believe what was happening before my eyes. Wow, one of the most epic crazy instances of just displaying your power. It was amazing and horrifying and just incredible television. Honestly, the show is you cannot stop watching. It's like a car crash with, with this family. You just cannot stop watching. Do you take a quick sip of water? All right. So Tom doesn't get a sausage. And he's like, he took my sausage. Logan, he took my sausage. Which is so, it just speaks to Tom as a character as a whole. And that, you know, at the end of the day, if he's scrounging on the floor and he doesn't get it, he's going he's gonna to whine and complain. Like he doesn't have the... He doesn't have the actual uh, tenacity and strength. It's it's messed up how they showed that, but really effective. It's it's an incredible display of what power and money can do to someone, and just how and just how much control they have over employees. It's really quite horrifying, but um, yeah, just an absolutely humiliating scene. And uh, they're intercutting this with you know Shiv back at the bar, and he she's kissing the other guy, so. I'm just feeling for Tom this episode. Meanwhile, you know, we got Kendall and Roman who are still, they've had this dither the entire show. And the way I feel about this relationship is Roman is really jealous of Kendall, even though Kendall is at his low point right now. And he, he can only, he's just there to serve his dad. He's Roman still hates him. Roman still just cannot stand him. And we find out what the phone call was. Uh, because at one point Roman is videotaping them scrounging around for the sausages and that could get the entire company in trouble if people actually saw that. So Kendall takes the phone and tries to delete it. And in the meantime, he sees, you know, that Roman clearly doesn't want him to have his phone. And in the process, he learns, oh, Roman spoke to the publisher, the person who Greg talked to, and he was the guy who leaked it. And he calls him out in front of everyone which was nuts. And it turns out, you know, Roman was actually planning on surprising his dad by, uh, by settling the whole thing and bribing the publisher. But that's not what it looked like at all. And just, again, a huge reversal. Roman thinks he's got the upper edge. Kendall ruin spoils it for him. And now Kendall's on top. Roman's on the bottom. Really, really fascinating. I feel like, uh, we're we're getting a lot more of Roman this season than last, and we're learning that he just wants to impress his dad, which is why I think all of these these characters want to do. Here's the photo right there. He just wants to impress his dad, and he's super jealous of Kendall. Wow, they had a messed up childhood, and I think he's going to do anything he can uh, in any way he can to to really end up on top. Uh, but yeah, so again, we 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 leave Roman this episode just. At an absolute low and he he's begging jerry 
for advice, business advice. Like, what do we do? And Jerry's like, hey, maybe don't ask your girlfriend for what to do because it was his girlfriend's idea to surprise his dad. She's like, how about ask a professional, me, which might be another play by Jerry to kind of get in the mind of this Roy family. I think Jerry is low-key, like super playing the long game here. Like she is, she honestly might end up with the company because she's, she has been there from the start. She's done everything. She knows everything. And yeah, so she's now maybe in cahoots with, with Roman. Um, all right, let's get to the next thing. Uh, just to close out that entire crazy dinner scene, you know, <laughs> he, at the very end, he asked for a, for a vote of everyone who, who's in favor of the Pierce vote. And Kendall brings into reality by telling him, look, no one, no one's for it. We're all against it, Dad. They're all scared of it. Everyone's having doubts. And he's like, newsflash, we're doing it. So now we're going to need to figure out in the next coming episodes, how is he going to acquire Pierce? What's that process going to be like? What enemies are going to form from that? And is it even possible? Are they going to lose the company by trying to do that? It's nuts. There's a really funny scene this episode <laughs> between Shiv and Tom where Tom tells her, yeah, uh, we're acquiring one of the most you know upstanding news organizations out there. And she's like, well, once we acquire them, where are we going to get our news? Because I actually care about getting the news from someone reliable. And he's like, well, I mean, this will just be one branch. There'll be another branch of different types of news. She's like, yeah, but we actually need news. If we, if all the news organizations are owned by us, how can we trust any news? Really funny point. Kind of maybe winking at today. Um, <laughs> wow. And then, you know, it ends by uh, everyone going to bed. And then the next morning at brunch... <laughs> Logan's like, sorry if it got a little crazy last night. It's like, dude, you were having three of your employees literally fight over sausage because you were going to accuse one of them of leaking information about the company. You were off your rocker, old man. You're off your rocker. Madness. <laughs> Utter madness. Uh, and yeah, obviously the episode, it closes out with... Um, with uh, you know, Jerry recommends to Roman do the management training, and Shiv and Shiv meets up with Tom, and Tom says, "Hey, I want more input on the tactics of our relationship and how to maybe acquire this company because it sounds like I'm doing a lot of the dirty work, and also it was absolute hell doing what I had to do there in Hungary." She's like, "All right," and Shiv gets a call from Logan saying, "Time to bring you in." So that's where we end this episode. Really fascinating stuff. I think Shiv. Moving forward, I, I, I think, again, I think Logan's playing her. I know Shaka and other members of our panel had a different idea with that. But every time Logan builds someone up, it's just so he can tear them down really hard later. And I think that's exactly what he's doing with Shiv. Shiv might be smart enough to recognize it sooner rather than later. But the thing is, she doesn't have a fallback plan. She's not, no longer on that campaign. She didn't take her brother's campaign, obviously. And she's out of a job. So now her job is to babysit Connor. She just failed at that. He might be going to jail next episode. And it's kind of fascinating that he's bringing her in. So we'll see what's going on. Um, I wanted to just move along, guys. Again, please comment below what, uh, your thoughts in the, in the chat. I'm really excited to hear other people's thoughts in this episode. I honestly think this is the best episode of the show yet it was just absolutely crazy we, we went to a new level 
in insanity with Logan Roy, and I loved every second of it. Completely savage. So I want to move on to one of our special segments. It is Savage Quotes. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. A lot of Savage Quotes this episode. (laughs) We had a really good one at the end there. Um, Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the moment Tom speaks up at the dinner table while right before being sent to go eat a sausage... He's like, I, I just wanted to say something about, I, I think people are having doubts about Pierce. And he goes, pipe down, Tom, until you tell me I got a grandson coming. Or are you shooting blanks? Wow. Savage. Okay. <laughs> Next thing. Um, I have a few, by the way. Oh, my goodness. We Okay, so <laughs> they're entering. they're entering the dinner. And Tom is speaking with Jerry and Carl. And Jerry goes, come on, Ray, on the battlefield. We're in Europe, Tom. That's where heroes are born, on the battlefield. And Tom goes, yeah, also where they're killed. (laughs) Great quote. And finally, the last quote we'll do (sighs) is when they're on the plane on the way there, uh... Logan refers to one of his employees as this. Is, we're going to get a little expletive here, but this is from the show. Uh, he refers to one of his employees who finds rats as a rat effer. And uh, Tom asks, sorry, Greg asks Tom, yeah, is he actually that like that bad of a guy? Well, would you think he'll actually find uh, who who leaked the information? He goes, yeah, he's a rat effer, Tom. That's what rat effers do. They f. Amazing. Uh, I already kind of went through the flex moment, but the major flex moment of this episode was <laughs> Logan Roy telling a guy he can't go to the bathroom and to piss in a bucket and then laughing it off after making him get moments away from doing it in front of the entire company. Major flex moment. All right, guys. So now as we tease up top, we're going to cut to the news. After Buzz TV News. All right, so this is coming from a Variety article. The composer of The Succession, you know, the guy who does the opening, Nicholas Bertel, really famous composer. He did the uh, score for the film Academy Award-winning film Moonlight. He had an article and interview with Variety this past week about making music for the 1%, the Roy family, those on Wall Street, etc., etc. Basically said when he wrote the, the opening track, it was almost a late 1700s dark classical tone of a song, which is very interesting. He said when he was writing, he was trying to imagine what would the Roy family imagine, you know, music for them that would describe their family. What's the music that they think they would sound like? So that's the approach he had <clears throat> to, to something like this. He also said it's a dark courtly uh, genre that he would describe the track as. He was going to saying that there need to be some seriousness, but also some over the topness with that opening song because the show is gets a little absurd and funny sometimes. So I think that that opening song really accents the entire tone of the show perfectly, and that's exactly what you want from the opening song and a consistent track throughout. So I absolutely think I think that's really fascinating. He also has some input on tracks and songs that are used throughout the show, which we know there's a lot of hip hop that Kendall listens to. He said hip hop's really universal. Um, as a New York native, you know he's found that like plenty of people listen to uh, hip hop for the past 50 years. It's like this new profound art form. 
Um, and it just has so many possibilities. So that's why they include a lot of hip hop throughout. You know, he, he had, uh, he had a lot of input on things that Adam McKay, who was the, uh, the creator of the show, like the big short vice. He had a lot of input on the songs used in, in those films. So Nicholas Bertel, just a really unique addition to this entire series. He wanted to be serious, but serious with the sound of music. And this is again, coming from the article, him quoting, he said, and when I wanted to be more absurd or funnier with the music, he would actually be even more serious. So he's taking really serious music in serious scenes to actually make it funny. Fascinating. That was the news and gossip for this evening. So we're just going to close this out with predictions. We're short on time. After Buzz TV predictions. All right. Wow. Yes, predictions. Wow. There we go. The preview for next episode <clears throat> looked nuts. As if this episode wasn't crazy enough, the preview for next week looked absolutely insane. It looked like there was some kind of medical emergency and people were getting ushered out of the building. It looked like there was a safety concern. And then we also get a shot of Kendall on the roof or the, the, the top of the building where there's the glass protector with his head against the glass, almost like he's about to lean off the building. Whoa. And that they, they're trying to acquire Pierce next episode, like going all in on that. And I think Shiv is involved. I think there's going to be a development with uh, someone getting exposed. I think Kendall might be maybe his actions from the end of last season with the car and killing the uh, the busser. I think that might be on the verge of getting leaked. Maybe I think Roman's going to do it. I think Roman is going to find that out. He has to get a leg over Kendall and he's going to leak that. And I think that's the reason we see Kendall just absolutely horrified and devastated in that preview. And I also predict that Shiv is going to be brought in for this acquiring of Pierce and she's going to be the fall guy in some way or the other. I think that Logan is going to use her for this acquisition and then it's going to be her downfall. Those are my predictions. I'm really curious to hear what you guys think. So please comment below at me on Twitter. You can find me at Ryan Nilsen underscore. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-L-S-E-N underscore Nilsen, N-I-L-S-E-N. Please tweet at me throughout the week. Leave those comments on iTunes. Oh, right before we leave, I know we have the music playing. I'm just going to shout out the five-star reviewers. So we got Tom Tomps05. He says, I love the commentary and the fact that the review is compromised of voices beyond media journalists. Great you have a business voice, especially in discussing succession. Yes, Jeremy Dan, we miss you. I also have a business minor, by the way. Um, the triumphant points that view provide a thorough look and one of the best shows on TV slash stream. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. One more. Barney Barn Barn. <laughs> Great handle. Great season two, episode two recap. That's from last week. And discussion gang. He has a prediction himself. He says Logan is going to be pulling the rug out from Shiv just like he did with Kendall. But she's the smartest person on the show. Completely agree. Even smarter than Logan, if not as ruthless. Ooh, interesting. And when this happens, Shiv won't be daddy's little girl anymore. And she won't mess it up like the drug binge like her other brothers. Wow. Shiv will eventually wait for it. Shiv, her own father in her golden prison wow hashtag shiv drop awesome comment from barney barn barn love it cannot wait to hear what you guys think of that again comment below at ryan nelson thank you guys for tuning in and going to the wide see you next week
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.